Hey Skyfarers and welcome to Avercast, the Caradon Overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arcanaut Admiral, and today I'm joined by a couple of great admirals to chat to us about Barak Nar and this building. So before we do, let's meet these admirals. We've got the most stubborn dwarf in all the mortal realms, Max Bowman. Hi, Max. Hello, this is my show now. <laughs> No longer a guest star. Uh, what have you been up to recently, Max? Oh, not much. Uh, just painting a little bit. Uh, hunting down the new Bookmans model. Because uh, I, as I, we talked last time, tried to pre-order it. Then it wasn't available anywhere. It wasn't available on the Games Workshop online store. Wow. Uh, called a few uh, shops and uh, uh, then one of the local uh, games workshop shops was so nice to like put one under the the counter for me so I picked it up on Saturday and he's partially assembled so we have his barrel we have him with a bit of basing and I couldn't decide between the two heads and since I only bought one uh, I magnetized the heads so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice I'll lose the other one yeah. Uh, You'll get all the yeah. effort magnetizing the heads and then lose one. Uh, yeah. So you um, put a magnet on his, on his waist and you just swap them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's yeah, fine when it's, it's the helmet. I think I'll go for the helmet because he has like a tube from the barrel directly into his mouthpiece. Yeah. So basically, mm -hmm. like a, a beer hat. So yeah, that's the rule of cool. <laughs> that's the one. Cool. Uh, and uh, also joining us is Beards of Glory, Mr. Kyle Canip. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm looking to pick up a. Uh, there's a there's a tournament coming next weekend um, with more competitive players. So I'm looking to pick a NAR list. So hopefully somebody here can help me decide <laughs> which of the lists to take, and I'll try it out. Going to finish the uh, journey around the skyports. <laughs> okay, cool. And you, so, you went to a tournament yesterday, but didn't play I KO. Did. I did not because uh, I didn't want to win. <laughs> Modest. Anyway, Modest. Uh, now, nah, some guy was playing Mega Gargans, and it was just like, it'd be cool to see Mega Gargans win a tournament. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I put KO on the table, it wouldn't have happened. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's kind of what happened, honestly. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Although, although um, a friend of mine, he played them at the most recent Hammer Time DTS tournament, and he won his first two games, and they're not that bad. They yeah, that's, bad that matchup, was but... Mega Gar They won the tournament. Like Mega Gargans mm. are pretty good. They have their, they have their strengths, and those strengths yep. are really good. Yep. Yep. I'm in the. Uh, Largely battle plan dependent. Yes. 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 Yeah, I was um, against him on focal points, which is just oh, you can't. Mm. Like, what are you gonna do, right? Like, if you if you, they go second, then they have all the points, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're just all close to each other as well. So. Yeah, mm. that was the issue. Mm. Um, and potentially might be joined by Dave Kane in a little while as well, but he's been lost in the A for void. Or hmm. something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
Uh, and no Kron today. We uh, changed the times a bit. He was playing a tournament yesterday where he, he took barracks on and went 2-1. Oh, so that's, that's cool. cool. Uh, so, let's have a little chat about the news. Yes. That. So it'll be quick. Not much. Uh, I mean, we, we've talked about the Broken Realm Morafi book. Uh, it was got released yesterday, so I think by now people have either listened to 2 Plus Tough's uh, narration of the narrative, which I can recommend, or uh, have read the book themselves. Uh, but there's not much KO in there. They don't even mention KO. Any rules so, changes? No, not to KO. So there's rule changes to a lot of factions, um, but nothing to KO. Maybe what uh, is of significance for KO is that eels got better. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, two plus unrendable eels uh, is a thing now. Seriously? Yeah. Yep. Eels got better. Yeah. At least in the first turn they have. Uh, because they make they made um I don't know if Deepkin better. Uh, and the units in I don't know if Deepkin, but still taking a lot of eels is a better option. And that they hurts. improve them. So now you can have eels with better saves and uh, casting. So maybe you lose, I don't know, three eels or six eels, but you still have a lot of eels. And then you have the big turtle. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a bit, um, we'll see. The big turtle stacking now with cover in the first yes. turn. So everything's got basically plus two to its save mm -hmm. in the first turn. That's pretty strong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I can appreciate not making alphas win every tournament yeah um so that that's fair i get that that said they should have just buffed the other units right like they just didn't need any love they were yeah they, i mean they buffed the sharks they buffed the uh the big turtles but yes still having eels is a good option yeah but they didn't make it? eels out any worse and then the stuff mm. that they buffed they basically gave them abilities that can be used on eels so. Yeah, it can be used on eels or that eels benefit from. Yeah. For example, the Alopex has a shot. Uh, if you shoot with the net and you hit, you don't need to wound, uh, just hit. Uh, then that unit uh, cannot make a pylon move in the next combat. And then you phase. charge it with eels. So afterwards. then you charge them with, I don't know, something on the side or with eels. And then they get less hits back. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, today we had uh, an article that um, previewed what's happening next week. Uh, mostly, it's they talk about Blood Bowl. We had this week was a Blood Bowl release, so not much KO. There's a nice Dwarf referee model. Maybe you want to use him for some conversion. But uh, next Saturday, the 21st of November, um, there's a Warhammer preview on Twitch, as we already had a few this year. And the title of this one is Decadence and Decay. Uh, they said it's both for Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigma, uh, and as as always, it's the biggest and the best and most fantastic uh, reveal show as always. Uh, so they said it's big things. We'll see. Uh, maybe decadence and decay is some suggestion for Slanesh and Nurgle, mm. Death Guard, something around that. Uh, we'll see. Will be interesting. It could be Sinesh after what the narrative of uh, the Morafi book. 
yeah. happened uh, with Slanesh. So it seems like Slanesh is either freed or reborn in a different form, or we don't know. But uh, apparently, Slanesh and Slanesh mortals is a thing to come. Um, then there was a little article that mentioned, so we had the first Broken Realm book, what's coming next, what's happening next, and uh, the text mentioned, you know, how's, how are the elven gods going to react to this, what Morafi did in this uh, narrative, but uh, also uh, they mentioned uh, destruction, because we already had um, a little short story, uh, I think that was, was the first short story where it seems like Gorka Morka is returning more powerful people or orcs finding their way to the the Wa. Mm -hmm. Um so maybe there's an the next book will find their way all to around. the is a, is a yeah. place like Valhalla? No, yeah, like a, a state of mind, I think. <laughs> a state it. of mind. <laughs> like they like get, when orcs they... die, they go to Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So um maybe that's um a hint to the next book, maybe centered around yeah. destruction. So, because this one was mostly order, we had a little bit of chaos. Maybe destruction would be interesting. Yeah. Some abilities, you know, for savage orcs, orcs, maybe goblins, I don't know, or sons of behemoth. Who knows? Maybe yeah, um, strictly that's it with the news. I don't have much more. Do you have anything I missed? Uh, it's not really news. The only other thing is in the Marathi book uh, was there was a little bit of mention of some dwarves hmm. uh, trying to help defend the city, and they went in a cog oh. fort. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, that was huge. Actually, there might be a cog fortress in the near future because of how much they pushed that thing. Yeah, that would yeah. be really so they, cool. They manned the cog fort and bombarded the city. Yeah. Yeah, and the way they talked about it moving and stuff, it would be cool if they did do like a big cog four model. A big terrain piece that's yeah. movable. Well, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a terrain piece, but, you know, giant sized. They imagine it's the size of a Mega Gargan. Yeah. Mm. And then like could, six, uh, seven hundred points. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like a, like a, a massive steam tank thing. They made it sound like a walker. I think it'd be cool. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That's the only thing to add in related other than Bugman. He's cool. Yep. Bugman soon, I should say. But, oh, yeah. Nothing KO related, though. So Not really, we, no. We know what the Bugman didn't get rules. Not yeah. yet. Uh, we expect him to get rules uh, through the community site. The same that the, that Goblin, that Communist Goblin got them last year, but they're probably yeah. going to be legends anyway. So if you want to play them, play them. Uh, they probably have rules then as legends. What's the base size? Uh, this is a 32 millimeter base. Are admirals 32 or 40? 32. Yeah, or as a chemist or a navigator or whatever. Yeah. Um, there is, however, already a piece of rules for him written by Ricky Smith, I think. Okay. Uh, you can check it out. on. He posted it on Facebook. Basically, what he took is similar abilities to the chemist, but he buffs all Duarden units, not just KO. Mm -hmm. And uh, because everyone... Beer. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, he gives them, gives them beer. And uh, his idea was also um, that people tend to run towards him for the beer, not away from him. 
So okay. he can once per, I think once per round, use a inspiring presence for without spending a CP. Okay, okay. So that was a fun little rule. I think he put him at 110 points. So if you want to play him, maybe that's a a suggestion how to play. Yeah. Sounded like fun, not overpowered. So cool. Handing out beer is kind of like a a cross between like the Tortoise of Cain sippy cup and uh, and uh, Apochemist. Yeah, and, and he gave he, him a, he... a melee attack. Like he hits you with his beer stein. If it was <laughs> Warden. It was just a chemist, but it affected Warden. Then it'd be so good in Bark Ring. <laughs> yeah, like oh, zero, one, be, two, one. yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Like honestly, it'd be so really, really good. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be broken, which is nice, but it would, it would have a place, and you could play it as a unit. It would be good. Yeah, it would, be good. Mm. It would stack yeah. nicely with the reroll ones you get from the Allegiance ability. Duplicate. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Cool. Well, should we move on and start talking about Barrack Nar then? Yes. Yep. Have a look then. So, yeah, Barrack Nars Allegiance abilities. I'm going to go ahead and say they're frustrating. Um, <laughs> it's a shame Dave's not here because he he would be the one to defend them. So let's jump in and look at the first one, which is uh, their main ability, which is Scholars and Commanders. At the start of the first battle round, roll a dice for each friendly Barrack Nar hero on the battlefield, including any that are part of a garrison. For each four plus, you receive one extra command point. So, okay, CPs. so we're running what three heroes? Should be running maximum four. Should be running four or five. Okay. Can run six. Yeah. Mm. So okay, maximum of what three command points? Maximum okay. three. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's on a four plus, so yeah, it's not bad. And it's only the first. It's the start of the first battle round, so you know it's not in your hero phase or something, so it's not every turn, it's just once. No, once per game, you start with more command points, so maybe an incentive to build your army around command abilities. But then again, in KO, there aren't that many. There aren't any. <laughs> so you, you could you could say, hey, cost fifty command fifty points to get an extra command point. So it's not bad. That said, when you think of Seraphon. Every single hero, every single turn gets extra somewhere between one to three extra command points on a four or five up. Mm. So it's like, why couldn't they just make it every turn? We're not using them for anything. <laughs> yeah. just, just give it to us. Like, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah, if cool. we if we look at the other rules and we understand why we're not using them. Not using any of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It exists. There's some realm command spells that are neat. Uh, Sharon Shaiish, you're yeah. given the funeral pain. Pretty huge. Yeah, or Haiish, um, like ignore rend, uh, ignore cover. Yeah, Olgu, Olgu, you just you teleport a unit. You can yeah. get out of the garrison. There are some things you can do with this. Like the, yeah. Although um, teleport out of the garrison, a few TOs uh, have have ruled that that's not possible because when you put them in the garrison. You've removed them from the battlefield, and since yeah. and that means they're not on the battlefield. And you need to pick uh -huh. a unit on the battlefield for that uh, commandability teleport. So I'd say it probably doesn't work. Yeah, uh, the, the trouble with realm commandabilities is you don't know what realm you're going to be playing in. 
so it's bottom yeah. up. Um, I mean, if all else fails, there's reroll ones to hit. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's one that personally I think I need to use more because I end up my games with like two or three command points for one. Um, so I should have spent those like to get uh, some extra shots. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so moving on to the article, which is respect your commanders. You can re-roll Battleshock tests for friendly Barracknar units while they are wholly within 12 inches of a friendly Barracknar hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically what Thunderers can already do with the um, bearer, standard yeah. bearer, and what Arcanauts can do if they're wholly within nine of an objective. Yeah. So you're doubling down. Yeah, okay. basically. So only, only once you get something out of this are the Riggers. Or sky riggers, they don't yeah. have it innately, but then yeah. also think, oh, you get this in Urbaz, you get this in Mornar, you almost get this in Zon. Like, uh, this, this this isn't a unique ability. So. And you get extra command points, which you could use for inspiring presence, yeah. which means this is not going to be applied anyway. Yeah. And spoiler alert, when <laughs> command trait is even less useful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's not. Amazing. Um, their amendment is trust informatics, not superstition, which is each Barak Noah hero can attempt to unbind one spell in the enemy hero phase. If they can already attempt to unbind a spell, they can attempt to unbind one extra spell. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's not bad. It's not. It's actually really good, honestly, but it's also not. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and here's here's why not, because it specifically says unbinding. So mm -hmm. endless spells get dispelled, so it doesn't work on endless spells. A plus point from my side, it's the coolest name of that ability. <laughs> Trust informatics, not superstition. Fantastic. But okay, you get it's a nice lot of unbinds. It's probably, it's, so let's say you have your six heroes, you get six unbinds plus whatever navigators you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can't really discuss it in much detail about talking about the footnote, mm. which is basically you get to add one to unbinding rolls for Barracknar heroes. So every hero gets to unbind, and they get plus one to the roll. Which, mm -hmm. I mean, if you combine those two things, that's not bad. That's getting better now. The main trouble is when you come up against a really strong spellcaster armies when they're mm. plus two or plus three to cast. And then it's not yeah. that helpful. Or they just auto-cast it. It maybe yeah. gives you like a chance to stop one or two spells if they roll low, and you you only need to match their casting roll because you get a one plus one. Um, for armies like maybe Gits or I don't know armies that cast a lot but not at a high value, mm -hmm. or maybe some city of Sigmar builds, it can shut down their hero phase. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, ah. it's just. It's just one of those things where if you're not playing competitive, Nara is pretty solid because you're like mm -hmm. up against Definitely. one dude who's not Definitely. playing competitive army and he could just shut down his yeah. list. His um, list is depending on that bridge. You stop that bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. It, this suffers from the state of the meta at the moment where people are either taking very strong magic armies or not at all. Not, not at all. Yeah. Um, no. So the fact that there's so many strong magic armies is pushing other people away from, you know, taking the one or two 
podcasters so, that just do, you know, want to about, about a modifier and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, the command trait, so obviously being given to a general, is champion of progress, which is you basically have battleshot community for barrack nine units while they're holding within 12 inches of the general. So that's good. That's good, but then why do I need a reroll? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and all the CP. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can spend the CP on other stuff, but... Yeah, sure. Like, we went over that. Uh, yeah. 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 Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's a good thing. So. Yeah. What I don't like about this, especially, is it's anti-synergetic with the other abilities, plus mm. it's a Baragnar hero. So it's not keyworded to a specific hero, so you cannot avoid this. You need to take this trait. And, and I believe they are... Admiral, Admiral mm. already has it. Yeah. Oh, uh, true. On someone yeah. who's not. But like when you're playing Barknar, sorry, when you're playing KO, I feel like, oh, the Admiral should be the general. Just just for yeah. thematic reasons, right? I, like, I have not played him once. Get out of here. <laughs> if he's in the army, he needs to have it. You get out, you see what I'm saying? Like, if he's not in the army, sure. That's fine. Yeah, no, if he's I, in the army, the admiral should be the general. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense? Sure, sure. Uh, but so, so you literally would never have yeah. an admiral be the general because it does nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, it gives him nothing. Exactly. And I believe there, there are better traits in the book. Yeah. The main one of the problems is if you can, if you look at this in comparison to the extra unbinds you get and the ability to get extra CPs on a full plus. It's like, mm. uh, oh no, wait, I've completely lost my train of thought. It is, it's not <laughs> as good. Just no. because oh, yeah, oh yeah, I remember what I was going to say now. So, both of those two things are incentivizing you to take lots of heroes. Mm. So, okay, what else might you want to take if you're getting lots of heroes? I have a command, which gives you Battleshock immunity. Oh, that's it, yeah. So, mm. <laughs> you, know, you got one thing incentivizing that, and that's then true. another thing that's, that's and then you, you're like, ah, oh, okay. So, and the, only, the other thing is that the Admiral is the owner who has command abilities. Yes. Yeah. The, the chemist doesn't have any, period. Navigator doesn't have any, period. Engine Master only is useful if you have a bunch and whatever was getting shot at didn't die. If you have engine riggers on the boat. <laughs> I've used it one time. I've used it one time. Out of all of the games of player KO, I've used that command ability once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like it because when you know your boat's down, wounds your ironclad, it cannot fly high anymore, then you go, well, the boat heals one. The engine master heals three. These six guys are gonna heal one on a four plus, and then you're you're like you're hoping to get above those seven wounds. I'll just spend a command point so they can reroll theirs. Yeah. I've used it. And then it, it worked and the boats back up to, you know, 15 wounds. Ta-da! People break down in desperation. But... <laughs> I usually play with either multiple engine masters. Or, yeah. I mean, just, that's it. I usually just get seven and flat. Then, <laughs> then also both engine masters have the same ability. Yeah. Yeah. So, again. And you, yeah. So the Admiral gets a lot of value out of multiple CP. But again, like you said, the Ironclad already gives Battleshock immune. Uh, 
the general gives Battleshock Immune. Now the Admiral gives Battleshock Immune. Everyone already has Battleshock rerolls anyway. So what is the article for? So, yeah. yeah, and then oh, just okay. too many things potentially doing the same thing. Yeah, uh, move on. Yeah, so okay. and then the the artifact, which there's no way to avoid it because it's on a Barak Nar hero, is the A for Charge rune. So once per battle, you can change either one hit roll for an attack made by the bearer or one save roll for an attack uh, that targets the bearer to a roll of your choice. Mm. This thing is pretty good, except for the fact that it's once per battle. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's changing a roll means that it happens before modification. Um, so it's, you know, it's not... One hit roll. Oh, so what if you have bias? Wait, what does it matter? Or one save so, roll. Mm -hmm. It's one dice. The Endrum Master is... Um... Oh, wait, is this thing on wound rolls or hit rolls? Hit rolls. Oh, yeah, it is on hit rolls. So because it's changing a roll, it counts as... If you change it to a six, it counts as an unmodified six. Uh, because you first do the roll and then apply modifiers? Yeah, because well, yeah. changing a roll isn't a modifier, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So change, changing rolls or picking a roll, yeah. those sorts of things happen before modification. Mm -hmm. So it counts as an unmodified roll for thing, you know, abilities. So if you put on an Endrum Master, then he can just do a flat three mortal wounds once per battle. Okay. Guarantee it. So that's quite good. But it's... Unfortunately, it's once per battle. Mm -hmm. But that's a, a, maybe that's the best use for it. Yeah, I think so. Because I it's know. one save roll, and you do save rolls one after the other, so it's just one die, one wound you can try to negate. Maybe it's a critical one that saves your hero, but mostly. Out know. of all the artifacts from all the skyports, this is the worst one. <laughs> um, like of the ones you have to The Urbaz Endrin. Oh, that's not an artifact. Yeah, but it's the same. Category, but you, you know. it actually gives you an artifact. That's fantastic. Yeah, but that one is <laughs> you know? the best one I choose. Um, Breath of Morgrim. Yeah, Breath isn't too bad. You you get it's more not than bad, three more to win. But I I'd rather use another one from the list. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you look at these abilities as a whole, they don't rock my world. I'll be honest. Nope. The last thing is that uh, not on here. Thunder is the battle line. Oh yes, because that's um, that's not on the abilities, is it? Obviously, yeah. So the other thing is Barrett makes Thunder's battle line, which is it might be the best best thing about. <laughs> yeah, because then you don't need an extra battle line to make those free if you want to go down the Thunder route. You really, really don't like Arknots for some reason. Um, I like them for what they do, but I, I hesitate to spend more than 180 points on Arcanauts. Like, I don't want to have 30 of them. No, Which also has to do with, um, you know, the battalion. playing any other Skyport. <laughs> no, I've been going down the, the Fring route, but then it's mostly not Arcanauts. Mm. So... Yeah, and then so the other thing about these abilities is if you look at what so because they incentivize you to take thunderers, 
Mm-hmm. Incentivize you to take lots of heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take, say, the one battalion that has thunderers in, mm-hmm. you only get one unit because it's it's just one unit of thunderers. It's not one to three, mm-hmm. and you don't get any heroes in that battalion. Um, and yeah, if you take the battalion that's got lots of heroes, you don't get any thunderers, and mm-hmm. it, then it doubles up on the battleship community. So, Which basically means you're always going to go medium to high drop with Baragnar. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is the battalion that has Thunderers in gives you mm-hmm. reroll ones to hit, but you're getting lots of CPs, and the only useful thing to spend them on is reroll ones to hit. Or save. <laughs> save. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah. To okay. give. <laughs> Got some defense because I know Dave likes it and I spoke to him about it and he basically says it's like having a battalion without having a battalion because you get extra CP you get battleshock immunity so it's a bit like having Iron Sky Command you can spend CPs on um, reroll ones to hit so it's a bit like having escort wing so the only battalion it's not really like having is Iron Sky Attack Squadron yeah. Now, yeah. Now, hmm. Point out one major thing is that okay. all of the KO artifacts are fantastic. <laughs> that was, I was battalion. about to say that. The yeah. main reason to take a battalion is because you want to access one specific artifact because most skyboards yeah. give you one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that can be um, a bit of a trap, though. There's a reason why they don't give you in most what well, in most of the uh, skyports just like a free choice and artifact because they are because they're all so powerful. Yeah, um, yeah, but this, but this, this is operating this without one. one the period. Yeah. <laughs> not only do you not get one, yeah. and not only do you not get an extra one, you don't even get a regular one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, so I think Barrett and I would be a hell of a lot better if you could avoid taking the Aether Charge rune. Mm-hmm. Like if it was only on an entry master or something. Or, or you could just take Collector as a general trait. Like if yeah. you got a second Warlord trait. If that was somewhere in here, uh, that would be amazing. It's just like, oh yeah, by the way, you don't have to take a Battalion. Here's a second Warlord trait. This would be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, because so, if you avoid, if you could avoid the Command trait, then you could take Iron Sky Command with a chemist general, so you can't you avoid the command trait but still get it sort of, and then yeah, and then you get an extra. You get a better one, eighteen inch. Uh, yeah, or, you, or yeah, or you just take collector without it, and then you get an extra artifact anyway. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. There's we're gonna look at some lists in a minute, but I guess there's a couple of different ways that you can. Play this one of them is you just go for units that you like and you have you want to fill those roles and you don't worry about battalions mm. and it's you know basically build an army around that sort of thing or you you really play into the funders or you're really playing into one specific hero you really like yeah. thundrick yeah. <laughs> uh, I was I wasn't mentioning the other <laughs> hero. Mean, the other <laughs> yeah, you know, hero. 
Jimmy Brock. We don't talk about yeah. that guy. Yeah, you want Brock. Thunderick's yeah. not bad. Thunderick's not bad. He's okay. Thunderick's not good. bad. Thunderick's actually... He's good. He, he, the only thing that's not good about him is the fact that Volley Fire exists. If they get rid of yeah. the Volley Fire, uh, then Thunderick will be oh. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Or if we just have the, the same one as the Chemist, where it's real. Yeah. We, sorry. yeah. Or just usually you want a normal Chemist because... Either vent plate, all of the chemist artifacts are absolutely busted. So <laughs> it's just normally, it's not that Thundric is bad, it's just that the regular chemist is too good. That's, and he's that's nine, the 90 points, just you, you can just fit him in most lists. You need a hero, boom, put him yeah. in at 90 points. Mm -hmm. Super cheap, and he's solid. Yeah, if you want to save 10 points, it's like downgrade one hero to him, and then it's, yeah. That's how you do it. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, the other way is you. I guess you can you can build around Brock um, because this is the only allegiance where his command ability does anything. Mm. I must I must confess I have never looked at that war score. <laughs> <laughs> you must have done. I'm sure you did once. Once and then, and then it deleted it from my. So uh, underwhelming. That you uh, just cleansed it from your mind. 18-inch bubble. 36-inch. Oh, it's the stupid. It's 24-inch. Yeah, is it 24? It's 24-inch bubble. No way. No way. This is amazing. It's, it's absolutely broken. It's the old, the old, uh, the old um, triumph. Like You need to uh, yeah. do it before you roll. And with the command ability, you can just re-roll it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, the difference is it. So uh, to explain to everyone listening that doesn't have the walls going from there, basically uh Frog Brunson's command ability is before you make a charge roll, you can spend that command point and all units within twenty-four inches is it wholly within? Ah, oh, it's wholly within twenty-four. Yeah, wholly within twenty-four. 24 Although it's a, yeah, it's, it's a massive call, so it's yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's like a four feet diameter circle. Um get to re-roll charges. So the difference is that if you've got multiple units charging, mm -hmm. then yeah, that's when it becomes useful. If you're building an alpha strike zone list. Yes. But oh yeah, no, it's it's Barak Nar units. Oh. Yeah, it's Nar units. <laughs> uh, but then he does get some other benefits like he gets an unbind, which he wouldn't get in any other faction because yeah. Yeah. he can't benefit from the allegiance abilities in any other faction because he's barrack narky worded mm -hmm. so he gets and he you know he can put out the the reroll battle shock aura as well which we've already discussed mm -hmm. how amazing that is <laughs> yeah you can get a cp yeah um mm -hmm. yeah on a, yeah, on a full plus the only um, issue is that you're encouraged to take thunders which don't because charge the battle line. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go. They don't want to make the charge. <laughs> Even with that, play. they won't make the charge. <laughs> yeah. Because he's so much faster than than them. Uh, 24 he'll be twenty four inches, inches yeah. in front of them. <laughs> so what, what are they charging? No, I don't know. No, right. So well, should we have a look at a list? Um, yeah. So what is this first? I'm trying to make the order last minute. 
maybe let me see this. So maybe we sound a bit negative about the Skyport and just saying what's stupid and what's wrong. Yeah. If you like this uh, Skyport, if you have painted it, your your army is in the scheme of Barknar. That's awesome, and don't let us ruin your hobby. I have, uh, but you can you know you can always play them as Zilfin. The color. <laughs> Well, no, it's just us. This is, these are our ideas. Uh, maybe there's something we haven't found out that we missed on why NAR is good. So don't Fair let this enough. put you off from trying. It's the best team. That's why they use it on all the boxes. <laughs> and it is, it is the main, narratively, it's the main, the biggest city, yeah. the big one. They have the most money. So you can brag to your friends about that. <laughs> they don't have the most money anymore. Since the oh, new book, they changed it. Like, Barak Zilfin overtook them. Are you sure? Or, no, or, wait, or, there's a list Urbez. here. Urbez has the most money, pretty sure. Uh, maybe. Uh, where's the, the narrative piece where they list they definitely like, the income? In the jail draft to Barak Zilfin. After here the, it is. Uh, no, Barak Nar, Capital. Uh, 296,132,947 delegates, six. Vagzilfin only has five. Urbas uh, has only one. Yeah. Urbas is pretty... Poor. No, no, this is seats. This is seats. I'm, we're talking about money. The status of wealth, yeah, this... capital, and delegates. They get the number of seats. No, it's the, current, the current oh, capital okay. is Ifer Gold okay. shares. Hmm. And they they almost have double what Zilfin has, so they're the big spenders. These guys, but they they used to have more because after the Gork Morgan or whatever it's called, the Necroquake. The Gork Morgan. No, it's 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 the next book. That's the next one. No, the dwarf word for it is like something. Ah, the the yes. Well, you continue. I'll find out. So basically, after after that happened, then all of the Afer Gold seams got blown away, basically, and because Zilfin were at the fastest ships, they got to them quickest and got to reclaim them. So they actually, uh, basically, Barrett and I lost a seat in the Gel Dard, and Barrett Zilfin got an extra one. Okay. Well, it's called the Garak Tormun. See, close enough. Close enough. Oh, is this one <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I'm looking at this list now. And I'm like, wait, oh, this this is fine. Yeah, this is your list. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're sitting here waiting for someone to pick one. I'm like, oh, this one's mine. Okay. Um. Let's see. Mm-hmm. We got a chemist, chemist, admiral, engine master. So we got five heroes. Oh. Yeah, we got five heroes. So average two and a half CP. One, two, extra. three, four. Um. Plus okay, the bonus. Right right Oh, is it four? I can't count. Four. Yeah, yeah. It's four. <laughs> but it, it doesn't mean it. Many, may, maybe Lee like got it wrong. So <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah, average of two plus one from the uh, escort wing. So you start off with around four on the first turn. Cool. Uh, chemist. Uh, we got two thunders, two melee thunders, not melee thunders, special weapons teams. This goes on the ground. Um, and what that means is that. The Iron Breakers stand in front of the Thunders at this really long line. You have the Thunders standing behind. You have two chemists on either side. Where's my? There it is. Two chemists on either side. Uh, then you have Iron Breakers. You have minus two to hit in melee. Three up saves. And I have a, um, uh, you know, Thunders looking over the back. 
the rifles go in the frigate along with two gun holders with sky cans and they just kind of move around and play like a normal K army. So what, what this does for you is this allows you to play like Barak Thring, but have a bit more, um, I think this actually has somewhat a little bit more synergy because the iron breakers aren't there to do a bunch of damage. Like say if you took 30 mm -hmm. hammers as well, the iron breakers are there to soak hits. And the fact that this leans heavily into, um, the special rules for the thunders, particularly pin, uh, pin them, shred them, finish them, you get plus one mm -hmm. hit and everything. So, uh, everything, all your special weapons, basically you're going to, all your weapons are hitting on threes. Mm -hmm. Um, but the Fumigator doesn't get it. No, but it already hits on threes. Mm -hmm. So everything's hitting on threes. You're reeling ones on everything because you're giving volley fire because you've got the CP for it. Um, and anything that charges into your Iron Breakers, suddenly you have drive them back because you plus one the attacks on all of your um, shooting weapons because they're engaged with your Thunderers. Um, so the important thing here is that you want to have a situation where the thunders are in combat but not taking damage because the mm -hmm. damage spike from uh, driving them back in addition to pin them shred them finish them is kind of ridiculous and if you pump some aether gold into rerolling the wounds mm -hmm. um and the fact that everything here is bow shock immune basically because you have the cp and you have the auras um and you're just going to be moving the frigate and the gun haulers around to be playing like a normal K army doing the KO thing. Except the fact that you have a very strong core that just pushes up the field. So um, I don't think it's a bad army. Uh, this is one I'd probably take just because it, it scores all the objectives. Um, it has some dispels. It has some legs. can have some serious firepower. Um, you just move up the board kind of slowly. Um, but you also, I mean, half the army is mobile in the, in the escort wing and you just have a lot of firepower. So, uh, this is something I haven't tried out myself yet, but this is one of the things I would think about taking. Um, the main problem I have with this is the fact that it doesn't have a navigator with a void storm, uh, void storm or is typically what happens when I'm playing in a competitive that some Seraphon player or someone has Geminids. And if uh, Geminids hits this main line, everything has minus one to hit or minus one attack. Um, and suddenly you're hitting on fours or sometimes fives. If you're Seraphon, they have a minus one on top of that. So uh, you're having a plus one dispel and chance to dispel everything is nice, but having a guaranteed dispel is just better. I just, I can't. I don't like playing without a void storm mode. I'll do it, but you know, typically mm -hmm. just dispel one endless spell. You only need one. You'll finish them by turn two. And you know <laughs> but yeah, that's that's funny. I think it's I think it's solid. I think most people could play this and you can you can get like three What ab what about swapping the iron breakers for long beards, which in melee also have a free plus save and they have the ability to uh, dispel one endless spell. Um, and you get some extra points. I guess you get, you get a triumph too from not having. I guess that'd be nice. I just like the three up save. Um, that said, anybody who has shooting, 
would probably just shoot the Thunders. So you have a good point. I mean, the the, the yeah, the free free up safe against shooting. Okay, that's yeah. that's typically it. That's, mm. that's the reason why. Uh, the damage is slightly better on the Ironbreakers too. I think they have rend, whereas the, the uh, longbeards do not. Mm, Either that no, or they, they both they both don't have, don't have. Uh, is it just the extra attack then? Yes, they have an extra attack. The ironbreakers. Two, threes, and fours versus longbeards. Because you're taking the longbeards long with shield, and not the big weapon. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. you know. That's okay. a hundred percent increased attack in melee. Uh, so it's a trade-off. It's a really good trade-off. Um, you're not taking them for the damage, so I can agree with you that having a triumph might be better. Mm -hmm. So, and I assume you're putting the Endrum Master inside the gun hauler? Uh, with the Admiral? Yeah, yeah. Um, those go in there and go hero hunting, probably. Admiral might stay on the floor and then increase the uh, range of that battle shock immune. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they need it. The, the general standing in the center can just do that. Both chemists will be on the ground always, of course, you know, giving reroll ones to wound on the uh, thunders. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then just a, an escort wing with 10 thunders and a frigate is just always good. Uh, regardless of which army you're playing, it, it's just really good. But you need the movement as well because you got fifty bodies there moving four inches. So you need to have having a few ships that can go and put some pressure somewhere else on the board, yeah. Yeah. rather than and not allow people just to sit back is helpful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's the army. I mean. You know, we talked about Aether Charge Rune. You're just going to smack yeah. someone with three mortal wounds one, once per game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you have him and the Admiral inside the same boat, then the Admiral can use his command ability because you get lots of extra CPs um, to give him, give him, give both of them plus one to hit. And you can stack that if you want. If it's towards the end of the game and you've got, you know, lots you of CPs four, left. You want those four gun hauler attacks to be hitting on twos? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, you don't normally need actually anything more than plus one to hit unless you're going into something else that's got negatives to hit. I mean, uh, between that gun holder and the other one, if you fly both of them into something, so you have a torpedo, to, mm. then you have bombs from both, and if you still haven't killed it, then you can hit them with the hammer. Another yeah. free. So that's yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of more. Two, so from the two point. bombs on a four plus, so one goes through D3, yeah. two mortal wounds, then the torpedo will do another free, maybe. That's five. Plus the free from well, say yes. eight mortal wounds. Eight more wounds is eight more and you wounds. can send the frigate in as well if you want to. And then that's so that's another D three on a uh, free plus. That's a considerable mm. amount of damage. You can you can make a still you can kill but still Um with this, uh, probably, and the Bastilladon will won't be able to like kill one boat. Bastilladon's a monster. When you're <laughs> the admiral, can just kill it. Like you, you do all this, and then the admiral kills it because mm -hmm. it's a monster. That's a nice combo. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing I hadn't considered until you started explaining it uh, was actually the funders do uh, synergize nicely with 
allies because it just affects enemy models. So, mm -hmm. um, and the same with the chemist. So, yeah, they're, it's not like you because they're yeah they're just affecting enemy models, making them negative to hit. So, that's a nice little synergy there uh, when you bring in some allies, so they can do that. Um, one thing I'd be tempted to do would be to split the Iron Breakers into two units. I don't know. Because you can't you string a, them you up. Get, you get a discount. That's why this is. Yeah. You can't split them. And you can. But if you string you them out a long way, then they're not in range to be minus two to hit. So if you string them out too far, because it's enemy models that are instead of rather than enemy there's units. There's a few fumigators here. There's few. There's, few, there's, there's, there's four, four fumigators on two chemists. Yeah. So yeah. So you do like a kind of maybe even a double line, so fifteen. Yeah, that's what I was. Fifteen, doing. and then the tens, and on each, you know, every uh, three okay. inches, you you add one of those special weapons. Yeah, because the thing is, the further back you put the thunderers, then the less enemy models that you're going to make, and also the same. Oh, chemists. you want them straight behind. Straight behind, because yeah. most most enemies will have a one inch reach. So if you have two a double line of iron breakers, they won't reach them. Still also, get a minus one, one and then they get the extra shot. So only one model of the thunders needs to be in engagement range for uh, uh, driving back. Yeah. So you could just have the fumigators in the front, front. Mm -hmm. um, even in the line actually of the uh, of the iron breakers. You know, you have one line of twenty five mils, you know, half an inch back, and then you just have those. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, in that line, yeah, cohesion doesn't break it. So the uh, the fumigator would because he's on a thirty-two mil. No, no yeah, but he's not. There's, there's two lines. It's just, yeah. Oh, okay. So wow. he's going to sit in the gap. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is it would give you the flexibility to point them in two different places, so you could deploy your funders in two different places. Because other than for battle line, they. It sounds like the way you're using those funders, they could basically be one big unit. The only reason they're split is to be your battle line requirements. Yeah. So yeah, if you I know obviously you get more iron breakers, so you get more wounds to absorb, but you could put them in you could hold two different spots rather than one spot. If you split also them. you can't do fifteen and fifteen, it would be ten and ten. Uh, yeah. yeah, so or you'd have to do two tens or um so yeah, you, they'd end up being. There would be more of a weak screen rather than a hold the line for several turns type screen. At which point, if you just needed bodies to stand there, you just the use our Arknot company would be <laughs> fine. So that that's this that's the main reason for this is that you just you get so much value for a cheap mm -hmm. price for doing it this way. If there were long beads, would you be able to fit two units of twenty? I'd have to check. Uh, uh, no. No. Too expensive. Yeah. Well, GW, bring the points down. That's what we need. Seven, eight. No. <laughs> they no. actually reduced the price, the points on them. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. They did on all the and long beards. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I mean, you might. Post GHB you have to switch them to long beards anyway, just because all the KO stuff go up. Yeah, that's right. Not GHB, <laughs> FAQ. Then next year, <laughs> all the points go up again. Sure, then I'll yeah. then I'll have I'll have that. 
<laughs> uh, okay, let's have a look at the uh, the next list. Coming, we've got them in. Uh, so, what did that internet actually scroll it? It's all half gold. Oh yes, so we couldn't talk about Barrack now without doing a Brock Granson list because he's the Lord Magni. So, you know, you got to. Uh, so. If you watch the Zon show, this might look a little bit similar. Um, but it's, I mean, well, Carl, do you want to talk us through it? Because it's your list. So, yeah. 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 Um, it's time we got five heroes. I can actually count this time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, more CP, more dispels. Uh, you know, you got two Arcanine Company because you have to take them. Iron Sky Command because you might as well. Um, Actually, no, man, you have to take Iron Sky Command because you need the artifact, because you need the spell in the bottle. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, there we go. Cool. So, spell in the battle. You put the chemist down. Chemist starts off not in the boat. He buffs the, the engine riggers to give him plus one. Sorry, reroll ones to wound. Mm -hmm. uh, then he spins the cogs to speed up time. He can do that because it's bound cogs. Um, it's the caster. She is the caster. It's not a wizard, and so only he can spin it. Um, engine riggers in this list have 12-inch guns versus in Zon where Sky Wardens have three uh, nine-inch guns. So engine riggers will always, or not always, they should be able to shoot turn one with their 12-inch guns because they're, you have a 26-inch threat range, um, moving 14 plus 12. So you should be able to hit the front line. Or you can fly high. Because engine riggers are 12. They're 12. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Oh, don't silly. Amateur mistake. So you, you're, you're running forward. You're running forward regularly. Um, <laughs> you got you got 10 of these guys with uh, saws and. So you have 11 saw attacks. Rivet guns? 10, because the grapnel and skyhook. Yeah, but the, but the captain has two attacks. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well. That doesn't count as an extra rivet. That's just you no, no. I mean the yeah, sword yeah, yeah, attack. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Cool. It's eleven saw attacks. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, Brock basically does the same thing as in my Zonless. It's just he's CP. He's more CP uh, efficient because you can give the reroll charges for everybody in your army, which really is just himself, uh, the Ironclad in question, and the twelve Entrenigers. Um, so they move up, they shoot whatever is within 26, hopefully the thing behind the thing you actually want to charge. Um, and then you charge them, and for one CP, you get your whole army to reroll charges. That's pretty good. Um, Iron Sky Command gives your engine riggers, which are 12 of, Bowshock immune, as long as you're wholly within 18, which is pretty good because they didn't have that before. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, you could just spend the CP, but um, you can give volley fire on every single unit. But typically, it would just be the the riggers, the ironclad itself, and maybe Brock. You'd spend some CP for doing that. But basically, your first turn here is you're spending a bunch of CP to do all the all the rerolls. Um, you spend, you make sure you keep one CP in order to have the uh, the reroll charges, and then you have the balance. Make sure that you end up wholly within 18 so that you uh, have the um, 
Bowshock immune once you finish that charge. After that, once you're in the charge, you know, you're in, you're in the combat phase, you pop the CP, uh, the Aether Gold on the engine riggers to reroll hits. If you're already hitting on threes and twos, rerolling twos, ones to wound because of the chemist buff. Uh, mm -hmm. And now your AP minus, sorry, our Ren 2 saws doing D3 damage, of which you have 11 of. Have Pretty very, much all of those are going through. Yeah. Because oh. you're re rolling everything. Don't uh, underestimate the power of rolling ones and saws. <laughs> yes, but it's re rolling all failed hits. So you're re rolling, you're yeah, you're, you'll get 10 through hits. it. Yeah, you'll get 10 through it, minus two rin, D3 yeah. damage. That's yeah. badass. Yeah, and so you'll you'll probably much kill. Um, I think it, it does. I could do the math later, but yeah, you know, probably around thirty or forty wounds to something on a. Um, mm -hmm. okay, it's well, the most you can do is thirty-three. Eleven attacks at three damage. Oh, yeah, three. If you roll so. D three, like three for everyone, so it's probably more about twenty, twenty yeah. damage. So they're going to do that a lot 20, of shooting 20. damage. Yeah. You're going to do more wounds from the iron cut as well. Oh yeah, more wounds from too, Brock. Yeah. Um, um, Brock also has three saw attacks, does he? Uh, Brock actually has impact hits. Let's not yeah. forget that. Oh, he has, and um, he has four. Yeah, he's a two plus. He has two plus impact hit on top of the ironclad, which has mm -hmm. a plus four to its charge, which is doing impact hits. So you're doing a crap ton of mortals once you actually crash in the front line here. And everything is mm -hmm. good in combat because your admiral is boosting up those two engine riggers who are inside the ironclad. You're hitting on twos, um, twos uh, and threes. They will smack, and then the Aether Charge Rune can do a flat three mortal wounds. So is it only, is it two Ender Masters on foot? Wait, is it one with the Oh, it's one dirigible. Yeah, because I had to take it. Okay. Because you need the riggers as battle line. Yeah, you're right. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You need to. But yeah, the Ender Masters going in. He has three sword attacks. Brock himself has four sword attacks. That's a lot of sword attacks. That's a lot of chopping. Yeah, and then. In the off case, yeah. In the off case that you are, uh, you are. Ascension uh, riggers model have to be holy within, or what is the the healing on the engine riggers? Uh, one one model has to be within one inch. For the whole thing to heal. For the whole unit to heal. Yeah. yeah so just yes. imagine that. Look how much healing. If if the ironclad, if they shoot the ironclad for whatever reason, the ironclad goes down to one wound. You can heal back. Um, four, five, six, yeah. seven. Well, a potential nineteen, but <laughs> more like ten. More like ten. ten or twelve. Like you're re-rolling because you're spending I mean, your CP to re-roll the, the four ups. If they shoot the ironclad rather than the riggers, then they're making a mistake. They are making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but re-rolling phase on the ironclad anyway. Oh. This is actually a yeah. surprisingly survivable list. It does a crap ton of damage. You can alpha strike, completely wipe someone off the board. Hmm. Um, and you can do it from... You can back up. You can start... You can go second. Be hmm. all the way back. This is a... How many drop list? Three. Because uh, only... Only one of Brock or the Admiral can be in the battalion because it's mm -hmm. not to one Brock Gunson or Admiral, Ooh, so one of them won't be in the battalion. Oh, that's a shame. Hey, three drops, not bad. Still, three drops is good. It's not bad. No, three is really good, actually. Yeah, because you, you need to beat four in order to beat Mega Gargants. Most, yeah. most and you can, 
if you really want to add to the Alpha Strike, it won't be a, a huge amount of difference, but you can put the 10 Arconauts inside the Ironclad as well because you've got the space and then they benefit mm -hmm. from the Admiral's ability as well. Depends on the bathroom. So, Sometimes you need to they're, have... they're inside. Yeah. If you ram the boat in, then they get the fight as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's and, a, it's, this is the list I would... If I was going to go to a tournament, I really wanted to win something with Brock. This is what I'd take. Uh, just because yeah. it is... Um, I must say, I, this sounds fun. Yeah, the only, Depending the only what you're fighting against, it can go hor horribly wrong. But coalesced, <laughs> uh, D3 damage attacks aren't going to do anything. Um, yeah, however, always minus one. Yeah, is it three rigor uh, rivets per three yeah. rivet guns? Are you three rivets. Thirty-six attacks. Freezing uh, force. For, yeah, and you're going to be really re-rolling ones to hit and wound with them. Well, it's not because you have one Skyhook and one Grapnel Watcher, so it's... Oh, yeah, okay. But the Skyhook and Grapnel look... Grapnel do more damage than a river gun, so... Uh, but they only hit on a four, so... Well. Yeah. Sure. Um, but, but you... So you, you could kill, like you know, Saurus Knights, which are a really popular list. You could... Oh, you, could, you, could you can roll them up one, one round. Those ten are gone. Yeah, and then you can charge something else. If you knock out, you know, typically you have to deal with three Saurus Knights list, uh, three Saurus Knight units. If you can knock out two in the first turn, there's nothing left, right? So um, it all this... depends how far apart you are from your yeah. enemy. If you're 24 inches apart, then it's difficult. Mm -hmm. you can but do what it. if it's 18? Uh, and you have Did a dispel. It? Not a great chance, mm -hmm. but you have a dispel with a plus one. Mm -hmm. um, you could stop Gemids. I think it's a really good list. Um, like surprisingly, like you, you could you could win a tournament with this. I think, but you'd have to play it perfectly. <laughs> you, you cannot make could, any mistakes. This can take someone like really by surprise. Yeah, it's because basically like, it's a massive Death Star Alpha Strike. So if someone yeah. doesn't know what it does, <laughs> then they, like, they have their Frost Lords like all in the front because they want to go first, and they have the, yeah. They're more fighting, you just crash into that. <laughs> like, you know what you do? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to deploy back here a bit because I, I don't really want you hit, hitting me turn one. I don't really want to, like, KO shooting, you know. don't mm -hmm. want to be in combat, do I? So you like, you make a meal of deploying you know, a couple of inches back as well. So then they deploy on the line and then, then you just hit them. <laughs> well, they move if, forwards and then you hit them after and double turn. <laughs> if I hadn't chopped up Brog for my... Prime conversion, I could feel mm. this. No problem. Yeah. I might, um, I might try it. I might try it. Just like for funds. What's interesting is if you compare and contrast this between the list before, is there completely just, one is just good. like sit there and wait and let shoot. people cross the board and shoot, and this one is no run at your enemy and hit them. This is the one. first rule of the grinding sun or whatever. This is yeah. this list is built around. If you want to make Brock competitive, if you want to go five and zero mm -hmm. with Brock, this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is. Um, yeah, I wonder if you. This is similar to what people used to do with Brock Gunson in Mornar in the old book, which is you just run, shoot, and charge with Vendramigas, basically. Um, mm -hmm. You're not running, but you're getting plus two move and plus two charge instead. So. I wonder how much the Admiral actually. Brings does here, uh, yeah. The CP or like a chance for a CP and the repel borders, but apart from that, because his battleship community is overlaid by the battalion mm -hmm. one, so maybe you can swap him out for another 
in Vermont on foot for another uh, hammer attack. Still, yeah, you'd still be in, at the same number of drops. Yeah, I mean, three drops, um, not, not a problem. That's perfectly fine. I'm wondering if you... Admiral's a hero slayer, a monster slayer. You just get into a situation where every attack goes through, typically, because he rerolls ones to hit and wound. Um, and, you know, you can make your dudes run and shoot. Um, yeah, and you can kind of give more reroll ones to hit. The other thing you could do is uh. if you drop the Admiral and a unit of Arcanaut Company, you drop, you go down to one drop, because then you'd add in six wiggers, and you'd have a second unit would charge into something else. How much or points does the admiral? One twenty. If you're taking, you're taking out Arcanauts as well. And then you're at nineteen seventy. Then you're at nineteen seventy, uh, and you have a number you, six engine riggers, which you could yeah. fly higher with the boat. Yeah, or you could, you or you could make them two units of three with just grapnels, and I, you can't. They kind of need the skyhook though. Um, yeah, plus three to charge. So you've got the possibility of charging something else as well. I think I'd rather take 20 Archonauts if I was to drop the Admiral. The thing about having a, a block of six engine riggers, there's no second chemist. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. There's no, I'm not getting that same. Yeah. Uh, but so can, having a block of 20 Archonauts and just yeah. sitting in the bag would just be a better. Yeah. But you, you could have two units of three, both with grapnels. You'd be. Because you're rerolling charges with them. So then, and just to pin a second one of your enemy's units so that they can't respond very easily to hit your big unit of engine riggers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I... Take some volley guns, you just go all special weapons. Um, I mean, if you want to reduce drops, you could just make the one Arkham Company 20 man. I know you need a battle line. Uh, you need a battle line. Uh... No, I, I, I actually I like that. You know, like I yeah. said, you just you just take two squads, squads of three. They're just they're just ranged fire. Um, they put out the ranged fire, and then if someone wants to waste time killing them while they score objectives or, or something, not hitting your main unit, you take out the admiral um, and just add three engine riggers with a grapnel, and you go to 1960, which guarantees you a triumph. Basically, yeah. almost. Yeah. So the, you, you and yeah. You know what's a real shame oh. is if you took out the admiral and a unit of archonauts, is your ten points shy of just putting in ten thunderers inside the boat <laughs> with rifles? That'd be really nice. Ten points shy. We need another redux. Yeah, it's just obviously not enough, is it? <laughs> Reduce down uh, cogs by ten points. Yeah. Like it's just like regular cogs. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's going to go down, but... <laughs> Listen, well, if you, no, if you, well, if you take out the Admiral, he's 120, that's five. Uh, yeah. You, you need 240. But you can't, you can't take out the company because then you'll have battling. Yeah, you have to put something else in there. No, Barknar. We're playing Barknar, guys. You can't yeah, take you out. Still... Ah, yeah, they are battling, true. Yeah, but you're still 10 points over. That's what I was saying, is if your opponent agrees, Brock goes down <laughs> ten points. That's all we need. Brock needs to get go down ten points. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's uh, let's look at the next one. Um, oh yeah, this is a fun one. 
this is uh well i don't know if it's fun but <laughs> it's an interesting one uh so uh disclaimer this one hasn't been tested <laughs> uh so this is oh this is that one yeah. yes <laughs> uh so this is you have a ender master we're just on foot a normal one who has the overcharged rune you have a chemist who's your general um and he has spell in the bottle and you have bjorgen fundrick because it's barrett nar so we had to have one list of fundrick in then you have two units of 15 Fundras with loads of special weapons. Uh, only two Fumigators, because I think that's all you really need. Um, and the 9-inch range means they're probably not going to be in range a lot of the time, um, even with the special trick that we have coming up. And then you have one unit of 10 Fundras with rifles, so that's all your battle line is Fundras, basically. Your Fundras Profiteers, obviously, because you've got Fundras. Two gun haulers, one with the spar torpedo, one with uh, collapsible compartments, a frigate, uh, escort wing, and the fun thing is the soul screen bridge. So basically, you bridge forward 30 funders and two and the chemist um, uh, and Fundrick. So that, because Fundric has the same ability as the Chemist for the minus one to hit. So both units of 15 Funderers are minus two to hit in combat. And it's basically similar to the first list, except you don't have a wall of, you know, something Body. to absorb, body, you don't have bodies to absorb the damage. So you're relying pretty much on that minus two to hit. Um, um, but you're getting, you're doing a, you can project your damage and you can move the funders into the middle of the board and then the escort wing is basically doing the same thing as it was in the other list which it can move around you can reroll ones to hit against you know a target it wants to got 10 funders in it um and yeah that's how it plays really and yeah and you can put uh Fundrix profiteers in one of the gun haulers as well and because their weapon range is a bit different, they can actually get quite a few shots off as well. So your, yeah, your mobile they, force is a bit more aggressive. They have the still the twelve inch pistol. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, the balloon skywarden from the profiteers can go inside the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Have a skyhook in a ship. Sorry, skypack. Yeah, skypack. Yeah. Skypack in a ship. Yeah. It's pretty and good. The, uh, does he have the mines? I don't think so. I don't know. He doesn't have the mines ability. An admiral with Thundrix profiteers inside of a inside of a gun hauler is is actually kind of nuts if you think about Mm -hmm. it. Do a lot of damage. Um, You know, it might look silly on paper, but when you put down forty thunders on on the table, um, we we often talk about how much damage twenty thunders can do in Mm -hmm. uh in. Zilfin and how stupid that is to put someone in, put that in someone's face. Yeah, you put thirty uh, in their face and then another ten somewhere else. Yeah, that's a I, lot. I do believe ah. that that's the same level of BS as putting down forty sentinels, except the fact that you can't hide from these. Not only that, they have four up saves at a minus two to hit, and it doesn't matter if you kill one because the other one will kill you. Right? Like there's just um, what's the threat range? On this um, bridging, so they have eighteen. So 
and 12 inch shots let's say 12 in 12 inch because those are the ones that are going to do the damage they stand behind the bridge and get out six inch in front of the bridge so the How interesting the thing about the bridge is that if a ship goes across it the ship can still fly high afterwards in theory uh -huh. a little bit dodgy so you can put the uh if you really want to if you if you if it's risky like because you ideally you want to put the chemist on the line or near the line so that means you can put the ship further for the bridge further forwards mm -hmm. but it's obviously a little bit safer to put the chemist on the line if you put them inside the ship so you've got that flexibility mm -hmm. there but you if you can put the chemist on the line either inside the ship or just you know just sitting there so next to a fumigator or you know 32 mil back because he's behind some funderers then you can basically get within you well you can you'll definitely get your 12 inch range models in 12 inch range models in range. Mm, you might not want to put him in front row because you don't want to put this the bridge in front of your army because then you'll struggle to have all those 30 funderers within oh, you six can fit them in. you actually need to make like a a little bridge shaped hole you can in fit your them in just on one side of the uh ship you can fit both units of um yeah, yeah. you just do them in a, a little circle uh, but yeah because it's, it's six it inches okay uh, but then okay yeah. so how, how wide is the bridge three inches maybe uh well yeah, it doesn't the width of the, the size of the bridge doesn't really matter because it has to be put wholly within six of your chemist so if your chemist is a bit further back then you basically end up putting your, the bridge on the line like just in front of your stuff to get all your stuff in and then yeah. and then the next bridge is one twelve holy within 12 of the first one and then you yeah. can set up so it's basically on the other side 12 inches and six so it's basically 18 you can pretty much always do so on a 24 inch deployment then your shortest range guns you're going to be putting potentially plus plus the width of the bridge because you're starting behind the bridge and you're ending in front of yeah. the bridge. But you, even on a 24-inch deployment, you're hampered by being nine inches away from the enemy. Yeah, yeah. that's just how big forward. the range is. No, no yeah, my question was straight. because you could deploy all, everything here, and then go, like, diagonally. Yeah, oh, you can. There is potential to go diagonal, um, because if you go straight forwards, you're hampered by the being nine inches mm. from the enemy. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah, you, you can potentially go diagonal. One of the interesting things is if they, when they do hit you, because they will, because you're you've got thirty funders sitting in front of them, mm -hmm. so they will charge that, and hopefully you'll survive because you're minus two to hit, and you've shot the right things to start with. You can then bridge back to the other bridge, and that doesn't count as a retreat. No, it doesn't. So you wouldn't want to, though. I was thinking that. Yeah, it depends because you get plus one to hit, uh, plus one shot. So you only do it if you've. Well, you if do it if charge, you want to get back on your objective somehow. Yeah, or if if they if you're in combat with something you don't want to shoot because it's yeah. like free engine riggers, for instance, you know, like a a chaff unit that they charge into you because they know you won't kill it back to stop you shooting something else. That's when you do it. Yeah, some ether wings or something. Yeah um and also another thing you can do is if you really need to you can use fundrix 
Prophet is, those just those four models, that's a very short screen. Because, Works. you know, they're a very cheap unit, so why not? Mm -hmm. um, they free. just add a little bit of <laughs> flexibility. But it's not been tested. So <laughs> it's... Yeah, basically, uh, what you're doing is the the Iron Drake bridge alpha shoot that yeah. you do in Tempest Eye. Yeah, you buff up the Iron Drake's extra rend, reroll mm -hmm. everything, plus one everything, send them over, explode. Yeah. And then it's 24 inches plus 16. But yeah, the nice thing is here that the bridge is guaranteed, whereas in Tempest Eye it's not. So yeah, it's probably cool. yeah the Thunders probably don't do quite as much damage as the Iron Drakes. Uh, it's 30 of them. Oh, I'll have to do the math, but it's also 30 close. Iron Drakes, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's well, I, I use Iron 20 Drake. because 30 is overkill. <laughs> 20 oh. is enough <laughs> usually. Okay. Yeah. But you've also, because you've got the gun haulers and the frigates that can mm. float around with the other 10 funders inside, you basically hold a point in the middle, like focal points, just send these funders on the hole. Yeah, yeah. They will hold for a while against a lot of stuff. I think a lot of people underestimate that minus two to hit. It's just not good against stuff that, you know, does more yeah. wounds on unmodified sixes. And yeah, I think the important on. thing is the fact that it doesn't matter if they kill 15 of them. Like if, if if you 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 can't most armies can't do sixty wounds to a four up rerollable save at minus two to hit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like it's just yeah. uh, so if you don't kill both groups of fifteen, and you don't get doubled. Yeah, one of them shoots you back. So. Yep. It's just gonna yeah. So they, they so imagine you know when you're playing KO, the the goal of the first turn is to blow up two of the enemy units. Um. So they're usually most armies are, have like five, six units total. Um, that that matter. So you blow up two, and so they have four units left, um, and you still have your whole army. If you only lose one, then you blow up another one the next turn. Now they have, uh, you know, three units left, and you still have your escort wing. Like this is your, your the rest of your army is still like kind of doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas you would have only lost, you know. 15 thunders is 360 points it's not it's not that bad it's actually very cost efficient so um yeah and if they fail to kill your thunders as well they're battleshock immune so it's another bonus yeah you know they're not gonna be running away uh, i think it's a good list how are they battleshock immune huh? from the general we're staying in center. I mean, oh, you could get blasted oh, off, yeah. you know, if you're playing against true. Rogue. True, just true. Get yeah, it's the weakness in this and the first list is enemy shooting, ironically. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, even KO can complain about them being too or much like in the middle. Or an alpha strike that's going to kill your chemist. Yeah. Because without the bridge, your 30 funders are just stuck there. Yeah. And uh, if they the stay other, with, uh, outside of 22 of your funders, they're fine. Yeah, it, depending on where you put your chemist, he's going to be minus two to hit in combat. So depending on what the alpha strike is, um, whatever it, it, it needs to be substantial. Croak casting. Yeah. So. Well, croak does that does, Anything that alpha strikes shooting or alpha strikes range to mortal wounds, wounds is yeah. going to be a problem. Anything that Spell. Alpha Strikes in melee 
is just going to have their substantial unit shot afterwards. So they do their alpha strike, they kill the chemist, yeah. and then you shoot them with the thunders, and then they've lost their alpha strike tool. Um, mm. it's thing is, the stuff that can like, drop and shoot or do more wounds that's the problem. A gargant running in doing impact hits, then doing uh, picking up the fumigators and put them in his pants. Mm-hmm. And then with three inch reach, he's going to smack something. But yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah, something that can target the. So that would that, be my, my main concern. Something that can actually take away your chemist before he can yeah. do his bridge trick. Uh, Mega Gargan, so I don't actually get to you on the first turn. But, uh, but, not on a twenty-four, no. Uh, but there's the, there's other things that can just take it that can take out a five wound hero from range. Yeah, there's a lot of things in Sentinel. Sentinel. Sentinels <laughs> can do it. Pterodon riders can just carpet bomb you. Phoenix can carpet bomb you. Um, what's his face? The Nagash ponies list. Pyrocopters. Yeah, anything anything in carpet bomb can carpet bomb him. <laughs> So it's not perfect, you know. It's that's fine, but it is surprisingly not. Most bad. most lists are not perfect. Yeah. No, because if you could build a perfect list, then everyone would play it. And then yeah, yeah. And then we all play the same list. Oh wait, we did not. Oh, hang on. Yeah. My Brock list is perfect. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, yeah. Silfen Vortex list. Okay. Uh, so let's move on. Um, so this is Dave's list. Um, with some minor changes because since he last played it we had points drops mm. and well, i don't say really since he last played it because he's played other he's played about this and stuff in the time um so it's an admiral uh entry master with dirigible suit which is the general um so obviously has champion of progress then he has an entry master on foot a unit of 10 archonauts two units of 10 funders so that's all of his battle line Oh, that's not actually all of his battle line, sorry, because then he also has, because the Ender Master is the general, so then he also has two units of three Ender Riggers, both with Grapnel launchers, and then two units of three Sky Wardens, uh, both of which have one volley cannon and one drill cannon, a gun hauler, and an ironclad with the buoyancy aid. So he can basically move 20 Thunders around in a boat, which has a melee component inside as well, um, with the Admiral and the Entry Master. He's got seven battle line units. So, <laughs> yeah, if you play on one of those missions where where you need battle line, don't think you're just going to wipe out all those battle line units on, on there. Um, so, it's a bit like the Zilfin Thunderers list, except for the fact it's less killy, but it's a bit more flexible. Because you've got two units of 10 Thunderers, so you can drop one out um, if you need to. I know when he's playing the bar stage, he's actually quite keen on just charging in the Ironclad at times with 20 Thunderers inside. It's attacks. Yeah, it's a lot of attacks, which by the time you see Admirals, Commander, commander ability, so they all get plus one mm-hmm. hit as well. 
Then it's frozen, uh, freezing force. Yeah. Mm. Um, or you can get it to freezing force. You got um, two drill bills as well because it's two units. Mm-hmm. But I, this list is very much about how you pilot it. Because whereas some of the other lists is like, well, we can do this cool combo. This is more about just having the units available mm-hmm. to play the game. Um, yeah, I can um, yeah, it's um, the the other list is like once you figure out how how they work, you can figure out how to play against them. Um, this doesn't. This is if you if you don't have like that one combo that fancy thing you're doing, that's harder for your enemy to figure out how to play against it. Yep. Um, one of the things is because this looks like it can alpha strike you because you've got basically got twenty funders in a boat, then it forces the enemy to spread out, spread out. But it doesn't really want to alpha strike you because it actually hasn't got. The firepower of, say, like the Zilfin list or something like that, or you know, the Brock Grunson list we looked at earlier. Uh, I don't know what, what do you guys think of this list? This is, uh, as you said, this is a toolbox, and then you can just apply it to the enemy and the scenario. Mm. It is all too fine. Uh, my opinion is that there's no reason it should be in R. Yes. You got a uh, you got a rune that again Maybe. As we said before is not the best thing you could take in the book. Uh, mm-hmm. the command trade, nothing's outside that needs it. You know. Um, Perhaps the only reason is the battle shock immunity around mm-hmm. the Ender Master. Yeah, so I think this is almost is a victim of our points drops because basically, if you look at this list before the points drops and before up and afterwards, all all that changed was the Endrum Masters. One, it was used to be two Endrum Masters on foot, and one of them got changed to the dirigible suit. So before, you, when you didn't have the dirigible suit, the only way it would be legal would be. Ah, I see. Okay. okay um, I see. You don't, you know. The engine riggers and sky wardens being ba- uh, battle line now is just thanks to the points drops. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, I can see that. That said, you know, I mean, it would come back in a month, uh, then then I could see this, you know, being a nihilist <laughs> uh, when when all of our things have gone back down. Um, yeah. That said, if you really wanted to do this, I would put the thunders in group twenty. Uh, what do you get out of two groups of ten? You get one extra rifle, basically. Uh, you get a drill bill, but you lose the ability to spike your damage, which I mm. think is, is uh, you, you can get the flexibility you can to drop out them somewhere. Out yeah, and still have some models in the ship. It's not like either or, because if you want to put bodies on an objective, because enemy riggers aren't going to hold an objective or outnumber models on it. So nope. if you want to put some models on an objective, then you can drop 10 Thunderers out, and then you, you're you not choosing between models on the objective or models in the ship to go and shoot something. Yeah, you I can see that. Both. Most of the time, though, when I'm playing the game, 
I find that it's either everyone gets out of the ship or, or not. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember, 20 Thunderers with only rifles have 18 plus 4 inch threat range. Typically, you're going to see that you're going to want to have people hop out in turns 2 or 3. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone will be in range at that point. So there's no difference between you being in the boat or not. If you want to hold the objective, just have more bodies. Um, yeah. So I yeah. would just I would just take the reroll wounds on on forty two shots rather than having eight through bolt on two units where you're only going to get you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, as mentioned, but the end rig is big battle line was. In the previous version of this, this list, they had you had to have two units. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but the the gold thing again is like you can it rerolling all fail wounds with a twenty man unit is obviously stronger. Um, but you can only do that once. Whereas you can it so it depends on who what you're playing against. If you want to, if you're taking out you know one massive target, then rerolling. So using a triumph on a bigger unit is better. If you've normally come up against more but uh, smaller targets, then being able to reroll, use your gold, you know, you in one turn, and then do it again the, the round later. Then you can do it later. So you you might not even be splitting your shots, but you get gold two turns in a row. So one or three turns in a row if you use it then on your ironclad later in a yeah. turn free or whatever because it hasn't been charged yeah i see that um you know that, that's just a, a player choice at that point yeah. that was my only comment uh you know i would i would personally put it in a group of 20. um, um yeah, but you've got to make a judgment based on your local meta largely because uh this is like max in your zilfin list yes you are primarily trying to fight against you know things like Archeon and you you want to take out like a uh, recently a yes I've seen a lot of Archeons in chaos lists like Zinch lists and Slanish lists mm-hmm. but since I figured out that he doesn't have a after save <laughs> against <laughs> normal attacks um, you don't actually need that much shooting to take him it's just 20 mm-hmm. wounds and a free plus um, but the, why I take target. 20 Thunders is it is that I can take out your 20 Phoenix card in one go. Yeah. That kind of threat remover. Uh, what Kyle said previously, you, you want something to take out two major blocks. Uh, preferably. And I must say, having two blocks of 10. Uh, brings nice flexibility. We said this is a, a toolbox list, uh, whereas my list is built around the flare pistol. So you want to have that 20 block to spend the gold on them, all or 20 buff all of them, mm-hmm. the flare pistol. Mm. It's, I don't know, what would bother me most about this is the, the high drop. Yeah. Because <laughs> you need to, you screen with 10 arcos. You're s- yeah, I just yeah. like to have the choice. I don't want to, because if, if they make you go first, okay, you're going to fly in, fly high, you're going to shoot some stuff. 
Well, it's long range. So you gotta remember, uh, I guess this entire list operates at 18 plus. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Um, you don't get your carbines, which kind of sucks. But you don't so you try to to shield your ironclad with Ender Dragons and Sky Wardens. Yeah. But then if you get doubled, they get into your stuff, depending what you're fighting against. And that's the, the horror scenario is your ironclad gets surrounded by eels. <laughs> 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 or something like that, you know, they, something that can fly, that can jump over you, get through your screen, and actually do the damage to the ironclad too. And then yeah. you lose 20 funders and the ironclad, and then you're left with, you know, Arkham Company and maybe a unit of Endon Rigger somewhere. And yeah. the gun holder. So, um, it's not, if you're, if you're not sure what to play with KO, maybe this is a good list. Because this gives you the units. You can play around. You can try. You you know, be mobile. You can move most of your army each turn somewhere else on the board, which is the the, the greatest fun. Uh, playing KO, um, and then you can start adding other bonus by going into different skyports. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you want to move more? Okay, go to Zilfin, because you run 10 and you get the extra hero phase move. Ah, you want more gold to to, to play around with those rerolls? Oh, go Urbaz. Mm -hmm. You want to be more aggressive? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to be aggressive with this list, like melee aggressive mm -hmm. to go Zon, but... Oh, you like the Sky Wardens? Oh, sure, go. Maybe go old Sky Wardens and Make a bigger block of them. Yeah. We, so it's a good, it's a good, it's a solid, also a solid choice of units to to own. Yeah. You know. One of the things we said at the beginning before we started looking at some of the lists was one of the ways you can play Barak Nar is you go without a battalion because some of the battalions don't necessarily synergize yeah. that nicely yeah. with Barak Nar. Um, and you just take the units that you want. Um, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that is um, limited to Barrett Nar, but I think you can do that in most Skyports, yes. and it will work. Um, so that's why you can look at a list like this, and you can say, "Well, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be Barrett Nar because, you know, when we talked about Fring, we said, "Well, you go, you can build a list without a battalion and go down that route." Um, because remember, battalions cost points, and often yeah. you're like missing. Ah, oh, I'd like that another hundred points somewhere to get that hero. Yeah, no yeah, battalion. I think... Here you go. If you're not bound, because I built my list around that artifact or mm -hmm. that spell on a bottle, or whatever. Sure, because yeah, it uh, it is mobile, so you can deploy in a corner. Mm. Um, like for instance, like Barak's Ilfin has the same. Capability where you can go battalion this and go with uh, if you and it does slightly different things because Barrack Nar gives you the benefit, you can give you some of the benefits you get from having a battalion, such as extra CPs, some battleshock immunity, that sort of thing. If you Barrack Zilfin, you can go down a different route and you can get the extra artifact and the extra engine work um, mm -hmm. without having a battalion or. If you want ultimate freedom, you can go without a skyport and create your own. I, um, I, that's something I I wanted to talk about. Yeah, how close to the Barak rules can I get with a custom skyport? 
Okay, the the unbinding on dispelling, like unbinding bonus. It's not dispelling. Uh, I'd need a navigator with his trait. He has a trait that does it better. But otherwise, because uh, I, I I usually never go uh, without a skyport. But can I build with the footnotes and amendments? Can I build something similar? My question, question for you. <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head. I believe only one of those footnotes is any good. It's probably run and shoot. Um, um, yeah, it's run and or retreat and or shoot and or charge. It's like you can basically just do anything. So the cute again. thing about that is the Sky Wardens get to use their time charges and then cycle mm. charge. Uh, that, that's something you could do on that. But let's, we'll, we'll go over a custom Sky Port later. Yeah. The other um, good thing about custom port is you can basically get the Urbaz ability. So you can you can yeah. get the Urbaz, you can get the reroll charge mm. once per battle. Uh, uh, that's just for, for one unit. <laughs> run and repeat or run and shoot. That's good. The healing one is okay. Mm. Once without our ships or not. The reroll ones for against flying units is a Zilfin one. Zilfin, yeah. So you could maybe customize it a little bit. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I mean, th there's a toolbox list in every port or custom port essentially, um, and you can you don't necessarily like this is one example of a toolbox list because when you have a, a, like this style of list, it's very personal to your style of play because you're mm -hmm. not building around a synergy or a combo so it's not like well yeah you need that one combo and that's what's good it's you know you you have the tools to do the things you want so if you like having two units of rigors that can stop people from retreating you can do it um if you like to have like msu then you can do it in talks if you want to have just Wait, big why, units of bodies. Button? Uh why is the Skywardens and the Riggers should have reversed loadouts? Now that you mention it. Do you think? Yeah. The uh, Sky are always you know they are they are they are uh, skirmish cavalry as a role, but they're also defenders. So if you want to have something that's going to die I get charged by something that has flying. You want it to be the Skywardens. Mm -hmm. The Riggers always want to heal, and they want to. You know that you get more value out of Riggers the longer they stay on the on the field, regardless. Mm -hmm. Skywarden died at any point. So here, I do believe that those weapon slots should be switched. There's no there's no advantage to having them the way that they are. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the I think the thing is, if you charge the Skywardens in. Because if you if you whatever unit has the grapnel, you are intending to charge them at some point to stop something from charging you. Mm -hmm. So if you charge the sky ones, then the likelihood is they won't be charged by something that can fly because they're already in combat. Sure, but yeah. but so what are you getting out of having the riggers be in combat? The saw attacks, of which you have four of, two of. Three, because you, 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 <laughs> you send them in. Four, two, you three. send them in. Either, it depends when you send them in, because you don't have to send them in 
go on. So you might have them stay in the so ship for two or three turns, and then you send them, then at some point you send them in to hold a unit in place. The the Sky Warden pistols, nine inches. So right, it's like yeah, you're you're yeah. basically giving up having a third gun if you're operating at twenty four. Um, even if you go and operate at 12, which the Ironclad can with the riggers, you're not going to have that third gun. So you might as well just have the third gun on the riggers and then have the option to get a damage spike at 12 inches rather than... Uh, yeah, I can I could see the case of putting drill cannons on, on the riggers as well. Well, I, I just meant swap it. So, so there's... Uh, what are you going to have. Yeah. I don't know, drill cannon. Skywarden should have one grapnel and two pikes, and then just accept the fact that anything with a grapnel launcher is going to be going forward to be in range to use the grapnel, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Skywardens want to go forward to in order to use their pistols. So you'll get more out of that nine inch, two shots, threes and threes pistol with the grapnel because you're going forward or being. Uh, a roadblock. You don't want the riggers to have the grapnels because you don't want to encourage a style of play where the riggers die at any point in the game. Mm -hmm. So I was yeah. just saying that the, the loadout, uh, the loadout doesn't make sense. Um, you, you could probably swap that and just get more out of it. You know, wouldn't surprise me is if the end riggers have got grapnels. Because they the they're from oh. the old book, <laughs> and the sky wardens who got drill guns and body guns because of the old book. When they were the only time they were useful was when they were cheaper, and you just use them for shooting. That wouldn't surprise me if that's the way. If that's the reason it's that way around. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, for the sake of the show, though, I would say you would play yeah. this swapped uh, in the current meta. Yeah. But not the current map, but just the current state of the book. You'd probably play them swapped. Yeah. And th this whole this is like ultra optimization we're talking about now. Because it's <laughs> in the in uh you know, when you start talking about whether you get your your one uh vulcanizer pistol shot in or was it two shots yeah. in? There? No, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. it is it is a very minor amount yeah. difference here, but I'm just saying. You know, you don't want to. The, the the thing that was more important to me was the fact that you have grapnels on riggers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? You don't want to do that. I mean, you know, in some lists you do, but if you have the option, why you don't want to do that? Mm -hmm. um, so it just it just stood out to me. But yeah, because yeah. oh, yeah. the other thing is, if you do want to tag a unit, you don't want to put many of your models into combat because then that allows them to get more of their models into combat. So you literally only want yeah. one of them within half an inch and to trail the rest out. So then actually the two-inch range does come in helpful then with the sky bikes as well. So there's that as well. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's all of the lists we've got to look at. So mm -hmm. have we got any final thoughts about Barak Nar? If you're going to play Bark Nar, make sure it's for a reason that I mean, yeah, you could do it for fun. You could do it for casual. Mm -hmm. This is a good casual thing. But what I mean is to say is make sure you're doing it for 
something that Nard does that the others can't. There are a few things that Nard does the others can't. Mm -hmm. um, so just ask yourself that question, I think. Uh, yeah. Why you're playing in Nard. Because when we when we were prepping this show, we we run through a, a few different lists, and several of them could have played perfectly well. And so fit. Um Yeah, but yeah, they would have. Yeah, they would have played better in another Skyport. Like you could easily do a Brock Gunston style list that would could like if you that would play better in Zon. Like the one the one that we got here does sort of play better in in Nar. But if you if you swap that unit for Sky Wardens. You'd be like, well, why, why aren't you in Zon? Do you know what I mean? Um, and the same with the the Soul Screen Bridge List. There's actually a version of that that would work better in Zilfin. And there's a version of the uh, the one with the without the bridge that has lots of thunderers and the lot and the Andrix. That if you tweaked that a bit, would be better in Fring, wouldn't it? So mm -hmm. potentially. Um, so yeah, make sure. That I mean, yeah, it's a strong. Once you've written a list, is asked, would this be better in a different skyport? And I think that goes for all the skyports, actually, not just for NAR. I think you're you're most likely to uh, have it crop up in NAR, aren't you? The other ones have an identity. This one has a bit of an identity crisis. Um, yeah, I think what they want to do is the whole you know, like trust in informatics, anti magic. But in the current matter, it's just not good enough anti-magic. You know, the other thing is that you could just, do you have enough thunders? Just kill the casters. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking about this, though. Um, yeah. We talked about the fact that thunders have four-inch movement, which is really the thing that makes them bad in regards to having a battle line unit. However, the most important part about Dwarves is that they're natural sprinters, in that they can charge. So you can actually reliably move thunders around ten inches a game. Sorry, ten inches a turn, due to Brock making them charge six, seven, eight, nine inches in addition to the four, and then they're if, probably not going to die if they charge something that's not going to kill them. So you can you actually are play. In, in in charge range. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. I mean, you can play Brock with twenty, with with sixty thunders, just nothing but thunders, um, <laughs> and just move up the board by charging into things and then shooting them and then surviving combat because you find it's one to hit and then killing them mm -hmm. and then moving forward again. Maybe maybe that's what they're intending when uh, mm. um, they're like, oh, you know what, G Games Workshop. They're thinking it'd be really cool is if someone took Brock and five chemists and all the thunders that they could take. And they just moved off the board. They just shot everything and they moved off the board. Maybe that's yeah. what's, maybe that was the plan. That would, that would be every rule. I've thought about doing something like that because you, if you're the one charging, you can guarantee that you know you can guarantee that you're not that they're not going to get lots of models that aren't their only models in combat are going to be the ones that are negative to hit. The trouble, mm. the trouble is, is you know what will most likely happen is you're make the charge with the chemist and not the funders or you make the charge with the funders and not the chemist. We have rerolls for everything because of the <laughs> yeah. rock, remember? Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a long shot. It's not, yeah. not ideal. If uh, you if you want to like move forward and shoot, then I'd go Mornar for the run and shoot. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. No, so yeah. if your if your friends are fed up with you playing KO because you're always saving <laughs> them, this might be a solution for you. Go Baraklar. Yeah. Um and I guess the last thing is uh Carl, you said that you would play one of these lists, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, is that a promise? Challenge accepted. Or is that just yeah. it if we choose the right one? No, no, no. If 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 one is chosen, um, chosen by whom? Not. Uh, I'm a. I'm a no offense. I, I wouldn't want to do this last one. So don't. don't do that to me. But the other ones. People are going to. Any of the of the other ones are chosen. I will play them in this tournament on the next weekend. Right. Okay. okay. I I'll so vote next for weekend. the rock one. So yeah, let us know in Shooty the stabby one. which one you want Carl to play. Um, and maybe I'll put a poll somewhere as well, if I can figure out how to do that. By, by when do you need to know? Oh, uh, yes. Do you need to paint anything 19th, for some of these lists? So I got like four days, basically. Okay. So what did you say? Uh, would you have to paint something if we chose like oh no no, no. uh so this is this would be on tabletop sim luckily oh okay, um, oh, okay. So, so basically my plan is uh you know it's you, know, you play against a bunch of people from all over the world uh and then i'm, I'm doing all the skyports to find out which port i kind of like the best and then i'm gonna build that um so you know i've gone through most of them uh, you know, I have all the models like still on sprue, and I have an army that's Urbaz that's painted, and that mm. I can take to tournaments and stuff. But um, you know, I'm figuring, I'm still figuring out what I want to put on my sky riggers, mm -hmm. like which weapons I want to put. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they're uh, unlike Thunderers, there's a they're a little bit annoying to magnetize. So you can magnetize certain bits of it, but if you want to fully magnetize the whole unit, you use a lot of magnets. Yes, yeah. a lot of effort. <laughs> and also, like Enders, you don't really, you don't need that many to mm -hmm. do all the all the playstyles you ever want to do with Thunders. Meanwhile, with Riggers, it's like, oh, sometimes I want six cannons. Oh, sometimes I want two mm -hmm. cannons. So, mm -hmm. hence why I have twenty four of them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, I got forty two. You know, so I got... <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't okay. be powered. Although I magnetized the like the. The hook and the drill cannon, you like the, mm -hmm. the tip, it's just different. Yeah, the tips is uh, a nice, easy, That's easy, easy, easy to magnetize it. Actually, I got yep. one here. Just, I don't know where the rest of it is. I mean, nice thing. I just got a tip. I just got a sky hook tip, yeah. And some <laughs> of the cord broke off with a magnet. Yeah. Nice thing about KO is that every start collecting box, the Warcry box, the Aether War box, everything gives you sky riggers. Mm hmm. So you can get a lot of them for cheap. Yeah, like, even super the old, cheap anyway. Even the old Battleforce box had some in as well. Mm -hmm. so, the uh, Aether yeah. Wars, yeah. Um, I must say, I, I've, I've been to a shop lately. I've seen the Warcry box. It's a good box. Yeah. Because it gives you 10 Thunderers. Does it? And free Sky one. Or is it the other way around? Is it the other way around? I thought it gave you five and five three. And three. It gives you because five if it three. gives you ten, then it's a massive bargain, because it's basically oh. cheaper than buying. But still, five, um, five and three. That, because that's the things you you want. If you already oh, yeah. have all the gun horrors you want, 
So yeah. I don't know how much it is over there, but here it's forty pounds. So if you bought a unit of sky sky riggers and a unit of funders, it would be fifty individually. So you save ten ten pounds basically. Um, but the trouble is, is the start collecting is sixty. So you get the same things plus a gun hauler and a hero for so, the yeah, extra twenty pounds. So you get a really so it's basically you buy that box if you don't want any more gun haulers. Exactly, and in you never market. don't want more gun haulers because you could just play nine gun haulers in a list. You could play twelve gun haulers. Ah, you, <laughs> you wait because you wait until the Barrack Urbaz show because you were shocked at what was it fifty Skyriggers last week. <laughs> Oh, but I, I mean, I've been joke. chatting to Seb for the last half year, so I know all about <laughs> those nine gun haulers. And, uh, I played against the list that was nine gun haulers. Yeah. It was a mirror match. Yeah. I blew up a lot of boats that day. <laughs> With four Christ stuff. Are you yeah. checking to see actually how many you get? Yeah, how, where's the... How do I find war Christ stuff in this? Oh, you have to go on box no. games. Uh, it's not underage it's super oh, there it cry. is war cry uh what is it war bounds i mean if you get 10 that's a that's going on my christmas list um no it is five funders and three it's the first <laughs> that one would like, that would have been absolutely insane yeah because yeah, it would have been 75 pounds worth of models for 40 quid <laughs> be like half price nearly It'd be like eBay prices. So I can get it for 40 euros, a bit less than that. Yeah, 40 euros. 12. Usually on eBay, you pay 18 to 20 euros for the for free Sky Wardens, at least here. Mm -hmm. And the same for fun. Yeah, basically it's eBay price. Okay. Yeah. So good. Unfortunately, they don't have that um, Goblin Warcry band anymore because that's a super deal. Because get like a lot of stuff in it that you want yeah. but it's mm -hmm. sold out okay let's wrap it up we're almost at two yeah. hours here cool yeah so i will try and figure out how to put a poll somewhere to mm -hmm. decide between these ways and uh, it'll be like i don't know if you guys have seen it because it's like a uk thing but there's a thing called saturday kitchen and basically throughout the show they get the viewers to vote on two different recipes for guests to eat and it's like heaven or hell. So it's like, do you want to give Kyle his heaven list or his hell list? <laughs> so you, you've got a choice between like the fun list that he wants to play or you can make him play the toolbox list that he doesn't want to. <laughs> you can just can um, make him play the, the 40 funder list. Yeah. I don't know. I find that one fun. Um, right. But yeah, if, if you like the show, hit like. If you like the channel, hit subscribe. Um comment below if you if i don't manage to put a poll somewhere <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh let us know what you think of now and uh, let us know which skyport you want us to do next exactly uh, so what, what's the plan for the next show i don't know don't you always ask me that and i don't know the answer i mean we all we could do a poll on that too actually just gauge interest yeah we should do uh but then we'll get like weird stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, we were thinking of doing a a prediction FAQ leak show soon. Mm -hmm. Like, get your tinfoil hats out. Um, <laughs> join us in some wild speculation. Yep. Uh, I have faith that vent plates will not be FAQ'd. Oh, that's guaranteed. 
If it doesn't get it, it doesn't get it through its next one. I'm just going to abuse it. I mean, I'll go through and be like, yeah. Reopen that PDF document and add it. And by now, they don't want to do that. So, mm. obviously. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for joining us and thank you everyone for watching. Okay.